0: They say defense wins championships, but what I want to know is is the Bengals defense good enough to do so? Let's talk about it. What it do is to 5-1-3 with your boy, J.E. on the Cincinnati Podcast, coming to you live here on a beautiful Monday afternoon. Hope everybody had a great weekend, got a chance to watch the Bengals game and celebrate the victory, and also watch some Sunday night and Monday night football uh, at ease, knowing that your team won, and hopefully just watching your fantasy team to see if you could make the uh, the double, <laughs> the double victory on the weekend. Because I know when you get the victory, your team wins, that's great when you get this fantasy victory to go along with it, man, it makes it that much more special. But um, we're coming off a week where the Bengals played the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh, that team near West Virginia. They got a win, 37-30. And um, quite frankly, it was a really good game, a really good game. It didn't quite go the way I thought it would go, but It was a really good game. Uh, Joe Burrow had a phenomenal game. The receiver stepped up. T. Higgins is the number one receiver, obviously. Um, Defense made plays when they needed to. And the Bengals offensive line, they were better. Not perfect, but better. And that's what you want to see when you go against a team with a premier pass rusher like T.J. Watt and uh, Alex Highsmith. But we didn't come here to talk about that. Right? We came here to talk about is the Bengals defense good enough to win a championship right now at this time and point or can they get there eventually? Because right now when you're looking at this team, we're seeing a team that went against the Pittsburgh Steelers offense that wasn't good. And really, we surrendered the highest uh, scoring points that they've scored all season, which um, isn't a good look. When you're talking about the talent level on this defense, despite some injuries that we got, and I'll talk about those and how they may impact the team, but just looking at this game, right, the Bengals defense did not play well in the first half. Lou Anarino said it might have been some really not even so much coverage issues, just a lack of execution from the young guys, Uh, so we got to get that cleaned up. Um, But, uh, you know, and the uh, the beauty of it is they surrendered 23 points in the first half. And uh, I think outside of that final drive, I think, don't quote me on this, the Steelers had six yards, total yards in the second half of the the game, up until that final drive with like three minutes left or two minutes left where they scored to seven points. And I think the defense only surrendered seven points in that game. So um, glass half full uh you gave up 23 points and 30 points to a bad Steelers offense but in turn you held them to seven in the second half and you made the plays that needed to be made when the game was on the line to get the victory and help out the offense so those stops were critical especially coming right at halftime where the Steelers scored before half and they got the ball out of halftime so it was a huge stop Bingo shut that down from the jump and it was a really good stop but that defense last night, or the you know the night before, wasn't good enough to win the championship. It wasn't, but I do think this defense actually could be good enough to win a championship. I do, but with the loss of Chidibe Wujie, who was playing like a top five corner, and in my eyes is a top five corner based on his results and his production, um, it's been a huge loss for the team, and it's definitely clear that the Bengals are missing a number one corner, right? You got uh Cam Taylor Britt, Eli Apple, CT, uh not CTB. Um Trey Flowers, Mike Hilton at the corner spots and nickel spots. But um there's been some there's been some miscues on the back end, uh specifically in this game where, you know, we they the Steelers roll out a bun set and it confuses the I think it really confuses the corner I don't know if CTP was to that side. It could have been Eli Apple, but um, it confuses the defense. And uh, they they busted the coverage on the back end, and um, they had some issues with that I, I think maybe twice. There was one where George Pickens was wide open, and, and Kenny Pickett just missed him because in the second half, he was so out of sync. It was just absolutely awful. But the loss of Wu Awujiye is a big, big loss, and it cannot go understated, right? It, it really can But CTB getting some reps against teams that may not be the most prolific passing teams in the NFL is going to be good for him down the road. Eli Apple has been a serviceable corner making plays and been able to hold the number two corner spot down since last year when we went on the Super Bowl run. Uh, Trey Flowers has been good against tight ends, and he can still continue to play that role. He's not playing out of position. Um, And then Mike Hilton. We know what Mike Hilton brings to the table. An energy piece, a leader. And a very savvy football player that sometimes can make some great plays and really good in the run game when you need him to be. But when you look across this defense, we talked about the corners and uh, kind of how they're, you know, what they're looking like without Cheetah Bay and uh, But we got to look at the D line too, right? Right now, the defensive line isn't getting enough pressure. Uh, I think we are, I, I have it right here, but when you're looking at sacks, The Bengals are 29th in the NFL right now with set and sacks. So we're not doing good as far as sacks, but I do think we're getting the pressure. We're just not converting those pressures to sacks. But early in that game, man, against the Steelers, it was tough to to get them on the ground. I don't think we got them on the ground one time in the first half. And that is tough. That's a that's a that was part of the reason why Kenny Pickett was able to find the holes in the zone and, and make some plays early on. But, um, so we got Trey Hendrickson. Sam Hubbard, D.J. Reeder coming back, who is a a big piece. He didn't have the best PFF grade this past week, but I'm not really taking that into account. I think D.J. Reader is one of the best defense, well, if not the best you know, uh, nose tackle in football. Uh, He's one of the best, man. Then you got B.J. Hill playing alongside of him, who's been playing good. Uh, Good, not great. I know he'll elevate as we kind of get closer to the playoffs. And then, you know, Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson have been really a, a phenomenal duo best friends on the team, and uh, they really play really well together. And I've definitely enjoyed seeing them play well. We want them to get more sacks. We need some interior pressure. And I think the interior pressure, if we can get that ramped up, that's going to help get this pass rushing to actually generate more pressure and turn those pressures into actual sacks. Um, looking at the safety position, we got Von Bell and Jesse Bates. Really the best safety tandem in the NFL. Of course, you got Daxon Hill behind him. You got Uncle Mike behind him. Uh, you got Brandon Wilson, who potentially could be coming back to play some uh, return roles. So we we got some guys there in the safety room. Of course, Dax Hill is dealing with a so- shoulder injury, but nonetheless, versatile and can be a piece when he gets back, even though he hasn't played a pivotal role yet in this season. I'm not giving up hope on Dax Hill making at least some type of contribution. Uh <laughs> and maybe that's the 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 fan in me just trying to hold out for hope and just see if he can make a contribution. But nonetheless, look, you got Jesse Bates and Von Bell. Uh it, really, there's no opportunities, not a lot of opportunities for Dax to make an impact in the game because you do got but one of the best safeties in the league. Um, two of the best safeties in the league. And then you look at the linebacker position, which I think is probably one of the unspoken strengths of the Bengals that probably the Bengals fans know about but not the national media the Bengals have a stable of linebackers and um, it is absolutely beautiful how they have linebackers that have different really I'd say versatile skills and can do a lot of different things and it's crazy how that draft where they drafted Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, and I think they drafted ADG the same year as well, too, have all turned out to be just hits in the draft, right? Jermaine Pratt to me, give him the game ball from last week. He played absolutely out of his mind. It's a teaching tape, if you're a linebacker and you play the, the position at high school and college, and you want to learn about being a linebacker in the run game, go watch Jermaine Pratt go watch the way that Jermaine Pratt has play recognition and he knows he can go ahead and take a chance and shoot the gap because he knows the run that the Steelers are running, right? Watch how he scrapes when they're running outside runs. Watch how he fits in the run game. Jermaine Pratt is an elite, elite talent, man. And Logan Wilson as well. I don't have to talk about Logan because we know Logan's one of the best linebackers in football. Um, But I think think Jermaine Pratt might be our best run-stopping linebacker but then again, uh, Logan Wilson, man, he can do everything. <laughs> so, he's the best linebacker on our team. Uh, ADG has been great. Um, I forget the – man, we got. I know we got the guy from Purdue behind him, and then we got Bashi, then we got Clayton. So we got Clayton Johnston. <laughs> that room is deep, man. I think the linebacker room for the Bengals is really good. But overall, when you look at this defense and you say, hey, look, I know defense wins championships. Is this defense good enough? Uh, Absolutely, they're good enough to win a championship. Were they good enough last night? No, they weren't. (laughs) Uh, Quite frankly, they weren't good enough against the Steelers. But again, it's a divisional game. Things can get wacky a little bit. And you got those two corners, not not even Eli Apple. I think CTB really has a lot of growing up to do in a short time. And I think he can do it. He's showing the ability to want to hit and just make tackles, and but we need him to play coverage, and, I, and that's where he can improve. And if he can improve in coverage, no doubt about it, this team can do really well. Um, right now, when you look at the, the Bengals' or defensive rankings, points allowed, 25th, um, interceptions, 13th, turnovers, rank 14th, uh, yards allowed, 9th passing yards allowed uh, I want to say what is this 8th passing yards allowed uh, 8th yeah passing attempts 12th pass completions allowed 5th pass touchdowns allowed 5th right rush yards allowed 15th rushing attempts 15th rushing TDs 11th so The red zone TDs as well, too, which I think is a very important stat. They are top 10 in red zone uh, TDs. allow, So they don't give up a lot of touchdowns in the red zone. They rank near the top in that. And overall, the Bengals right now are top 15 defense, uh, settling in around 13 uh, when you look at where they're at statistically. But if you know like I know, the defense and from the Bengals has been a little bend, don't break, uh, even when we had T.A.B. and Woozie and, um, yeah, they, they, they've definitely given up some points. But in second halves of football games, they have tightened up, made adjustments. And I, I think when you got a guy like Lou Anarumo at the at the defensive coordinator position, you really give your defense a good chance to make adjustments and be special in that second half of the game. And making adjustments is what has made this defense very special. It's what makes this defense, in my opinion, a championship blood defense, right? Of course, they got the AFC championship. And, yeah, they didn't get the Super Bowl, but they do got the AFC championship. So they do have championship DNA to this point, just like uh, I was watching Richard Sherman podcast with Joe Joe Mixon. And he says, hey, you guys got championship DNA now. You know what it takes to get there. You know what it takes to win a championship. All you got to do now is get back. Um, So I, I think this team, the defense, 100%, has championship DNA. I think they're good enough to do it. They don't have the big name, TJ Watt, Micah Parsons, the um, Aaron Donalds, maybe Bobby Wagners, but they do have a collective team of players who are very good, who play well above uh, an average level, who can make tremendous plays, who could be starters and big contributors on a lot of teams. It may be a bigger name and a bigger market team that are um, – Just absolutely phenomenal players. And they also play collectively and cohesively very well. So this defense, no doubt about it, can be a championship defense. But it's going to take time for them to jail with the new corner and CTB and some communication issues on the back end. So not right now I don't think it's championship defense, but I think they can be and I think they will be as you get towards the later half of the season. And we're on the back half stretch. You put the Titans coming up this week. It's a run team. Don't don't give up 300 yards to to <laughs> to Ryan Tannehill. You're not going to be able to stop Derrick Henry if you can't stop the pass. Right. And vice versa. So stop the run. Take away the pass. Continue to grow and be great in coverage and let CTB, you know, get better. Lou Interim said, Hey, look, this guy's got to be better and step it up in coverage. I've told him that directly to his face. So he knows that. And I think CTB will accept the challenge. And I'm not trying to hone in just on CTB, but I have to be honest. CTB right now is not a liability in coverage, but we've seen him show up a lot getting attacked in coverage. And I think he can be better. And I know he will based on his attitude. I'm excited to see this team continue to grow. I'm excited to see this defense continue to be great. Houday we'll catch you next week on Sunday. And have a happy Thanksgiving.